Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 21 of English with Tim, the podcast where you can learn English in depth and detail. So, today's episode is about extensive reading. What is extensive reading? Extensive reading is the reading of large amounts, very large amounts, of easy text routinely over a long period of time. So you might be thinking right now, hmm, interesting, reading. Um, why should I read? Um, and it's true that speaking steals the spotlight, and when people dream of mastering English, they generally dream of speaking English fluently. And fewer people, I'm sure, dream of being able to read English um, with great ease. Um, and that might be true, but we should pay attention to reading. Um, it is really useful. And I'll give you four reasons why it's useful. One is it's just fun. Um, you've got all kinds of different books. There are so many books published in English every year that you'll never read even a tiny fraction of them. So there's something for everybody um, that you will enjoy. Another one is information. Similarly, you know, so many books are published in English every year, and there's already so many existing that really every topic is covered. And there are some languages where, um, you know, English will be beaten in this particular topic area. I don't know if you're studying Central Asia or something, Russian or Chinese or a Central Asian language is going to beat English. But, um, and also, of course, I don't want to say that, you know, Spanish or French or German or whatever languages have weak publishing industries. That's not true. They also have more than enough stuff for you to read um, and never run out of material and think, oh my gosh, there's not enough stuff on this topic. But English nonetheless just has a really amazing selection. And if you want to go deeper into topics, it's also really great. Um, so information, enjoyment. Another one is language learning. You, When you do this, when you read um, large amounts of, um, of text, you learn words that are useful in conversation. Um, you might not necessarily hear them in conversation frequently, but you can use them in conversation. And they're also just useful to know for more reading. Um, when you read a lot, you get a more detailed vocabulary. Um, I've had students over many years read, and the ones who, who read more, they do better on reading tests, and they have more interesting vocabularies. Um, and reading a lot also allows you to encounter grammatical constructions many, many different times, so that the things you already know um, are reinforced, they get stronger. Um, the last reason to read that I can name here is that you can do it anywhere and anytime. You can do it um, in public transport. You can do it at home. You can do it in a library. I don't suggest, suggest anymore doing it in a library because libraries, well, they're not quiet anymore. Um, maybe you need some earplugs or rather absurdly, maybe you should uh, um, reserve a reading room. Um, totally crazy that you need to reserve a quiet reading room in a library. Um, anyway, um, yeah, you can do it anywhere, um, and you can do it anytime. You don't need to wait for somebody to talk to. You don't need to book a class with a teacher, nothing like that. You just take the book and start reading. So um, part of my definition of extensive reading was easy books. Um, what do I mean by easy books? I mean books where you understand 98% of the vocabulary. That means... 49 out of 50 words you understand, and 1 out of 50 words you don't. When you understand 49 out of 50 words, that 50th word um, is going to appear in a context that's pretty strong um, with detail, detailed understanding up to that particular word, and you're going to have a pretty good chance of guessing um, roughly what the word means. Um, you might guess wrong, but you used to have a pretty good chance, and it's also not overwhelming to have one word out of 50 be difficult. Um, a lot of people have said to me, well, 98%, that sounds like there's almost nothing in the text that I don't understand. That's true, and that's actually the point. 
that's the reason you should re choose easy books is because it allows you to continue the flow um, of reading. If you have a book with nine, where you understand 95% of the words, that sounds good, but in reality, it's not. 95% means that every 20th word or so, um, on average, you don't understand. And that means that you're going to be using a dictionary a lot, you're going to get slowed down, and enjoy the process less. So where do you find these kinds of easy books? Well, there is fortunately something called graded readers. Graded readers are series of books, whole collections of them, um, usually published um, by a single publisher. Um, for example, Oxford publishes the Bookworms, Oxford Bookworms Library series of books. Um, there's around five or six hundred titles in that series. Um, Oxford also publishes um, the Oxford Dominoes series of books, um, pretty similar. Um, and there's Heinless Engage and Penguin and all kinds of other publishers. There are th many thousands of these graded readers. And graded readers are um, books that are published with difficulty levels. So with the Oxford Bookworms Library series, you have seven levels. Beginner or starter level, which is level zero, and it has a 250-word vocabulary. Level 1 is 400 words, then you've got 700, then you've got a 1,000-word vocabulary, then you've got 1,400, 1,800, and finally it, it tops out at level 6, which is 2,500 words. The idea is, is that you find a level that's easy for you, like I said, 98% or so understanding, um, and you read a lot of books at that level, and you get really confident at that level, and then you move up a level. So, um, that is what I mean by easy books. Now, you might say, well, easy depends on who you are. You know, what's easy for me might be difficult for someone else, and what's difficult for me might be easy for somebody else. Um, that's true, and that's why they have a level test for Oxford Bookworms Library. Um, I've got a link um, in the description of this podcast episode. Um, you can see it just on the on your screen. Um, click on that and go take the test um, if you want to do this. Um, this is a well. The test itself is is a free resource. The books um, are a paid resource. Um, tend to be about four bucks or so on Amazon, so not expensive. Although the books are a little bit shorter than you might expect um, compared to a full length, you know, three hundred page book for English native speakers. But it's worth the money because the level is really adapted to you specifically what you need. Um, so yeah, you take this test and there's a level, there are actually seven level tests. There's a starter level test, a level one test, a level two test. And the idea is to see if you're comfortable at each of those different levels. Um, and you take each test and start at maybe level zero or maybe one or two, depending on you, on you and where you think you are. Um, in your language learning, and you keep taking tests until you get lower than an 80%. So let's say you take level 3, and you get an 84%, and then you take the level 4 level test, and you get a 74%. Um, that means that level 4 is too difficult for you, and you shouldn't do it. You might say, well, wait a minute, 80%, that sounds like a pretty decent score. Why is 79% a failing score? Well, again, the idea is to choose books that are um, that are easy for you. Don't want you don't want to read books that are difficult. It's not as, nearly as fun. In fact, it's not very fun at all. People routinely start doing it and then quit. I've had students do that. And they say, "I want to try something more difficult. I want to try a level up, or I want to get a book for a native speaker." And they do they do that, and 
occasionally somebody has the level to read um, a book for native speakers, but if you're taking these level tests in the first place, then, you know, books for native speakers, there's not that many of them that are going to be easy enough for you. Um, so this is a really good way to gradually increase your level, you know, painlessly. Read a bunch of books at one level, get comfortable with it, move up, and at the beginning it'll be a little bit challenging, but not too bad. Um, then, um, the other thing I wanted to say about this extensive reading is that um, it is routine. So if you read 30 minutes a day, um, 150 words per minute, all year, you will read um, about 1.6 million words. That gives you a huge, huge opportunity to reinforce the vocabulary and grammatical constructions that you already know. Um, and the students that I've had read Oxford Bookworms books um, over the years, um, when they read a lot of them, their vocabulary gets better, they are able to use some of these words in conversation, and especially their reading scores on tests, if they're taking reading tests um, like IELTS or TOEFL or something, um, they tend to go up. Um, so, yeah, absolutely worth doing. Um, so, why read easy books? Um, several reasons why you should read easy books specifically. Um, reading easy books first is fun. And, you know, you're not using the dictionary very often to look these words up, so you just continue the flow of reading. And that's something that a lot of people really miss. You know, they read in their own language and there's flow. They just read page after page after page without ever using a dictionary or very rarely using one. And when they read English, they don't have that pleasure anymore. So you'll get a similar pleasure um, if you choose the right level, um, reading these adapted books as you do when you read your own language. Another reason is to read these easy books is that the vocabulary and the grammar um, are both strictly controlled. So again, this means that if you choose the right level, you will rarely encounter grammar and vocabulary that you don't know. Um, now, the devil is, of course, in the details. You know, you're going to see sometimes words and expressions that you don't know, but, you know, for the most part, you know, 98% of it, you're going to understand pretty well. Um, and it is actually this repetition of vocabulary and constructions that helps you to learn it. I mean, think about it. 1.6 million words, that's a huge amount of, of, of words, and it's going to help you remember stuff. Um, also, with these adapted easy books or graded readers, there are no words that appear just once and waste your time. Um, in a book like Dracula, the original version of Dracula, um, you have a lot of words that appear just once, and they're really annoying. You know, you see the word on the page, don't know what it means, you look it up and read the sentence again, and your, your, your flow is interrupted, and you never see the word again. It's totally useless to you. And you definitely don't see it in the book because it's a unique word in that book. Um, with these Oxford Bookworms books, that's not true. Um, there is vocabulary that repeats routinely. Um, so you have the 250-word um, base vocabulary, for example, for starter, or let's say the, the 700 level. Um, and there is a book at um, level 2, 700-word vocabulary. It is Call of the Wild by Jack London. It's about a dog that um, goes to Alaska and has a lot of adventures there. Winds up fighting with a lot of other dogs and is kidnapped and etc. A lot of um, action in this book. And at the back of that book, which is at level 700 words, um, there's a list of additional words that go beyond the 700 words and are necessary for telling the story. Words like bark, which is, bark is what a dog says, rawr, 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 that's bark. Also, uh, growl, rawr, 
Um, also, rope. A rope is like a, an organic cable. It's made out of organic material, not metal. So basically what you do is you read those words at the end, you practice with them a little bit, and you read the book, and you see those words repeat so many times that by the end of the book, um, you're going to remember you know, most of those words. Um, so... There's also another reason is that you'll find a lot of classic literature um, adapted to a level that you can read. You'll find um, New Yorkers by O. Henry. You'll find Dracula. You'll find Frankenstein. You will find Little Women. Um, you'll also find nonfiction. There's one about Titanic, the uh, the the actual boat, not the movie. Um, and um, there are a lot of other, uh, especially um, some classic literature from the 1900s. Charles Dickens, there are a lot of Charles Dickens titles in there. Um, and these are books that you would not be able to read otherwise um, in the native version. You can eventually get there by practicing, continuing to practice, making your level go up gradually. You can reach that, but that might take a while, and why not enjoy the material now? So, um, how do you get the most out of your extensive reading experience? I've made a list of things, of tips or advice, that can help you to get the most out of your reading. The first thing is, one, make time for your reading. Write down the time and maybe even the place in your calendar or your schedule where you're going to read. Do that. You know, choose, you know... Um, 7 p.m. after I get home from work, or, or for that matter, 6 p.m. when I'm in the subway. Um, it makes it part of your routine, and it makes you more likely to succeed. Another one, number two, is to choose materials that you enjoy. Um, don't pick things that you think will be useful for your language learning and that your teacher wants you to read, or your boss, or what society wants you to read. Choose what you want to read. And the reason to do that is, well, A, it's enjoyable, and B, it means that you're going to want to continue doing it. If you continue reading, you'll continue learning, and if you choose stuff you don't like, well, then you probably won't continue, you'll quit, and you won't get any progress. So choose what you like. Um, it's your life. And level um, number three, choose the level that's right for you. I already talked about this. Um, don't go above your level. I mean, if a book is extremely interesting to you and it's a level above where you normally are, then okay, maybe that's that's worth doing. Um, but generally read at your level or even below it. Um, and stay at the same level. This is uh, another one. Similar point. Stay at the same level for a long time. If you're not sure, well, a long time, for several books. Um, if you're not sure that you're ready for the next level, you can experiment a little bit, but um, don't move on. Read the next book and make it another, you know, another book that's at that same level. There's no hurry here. Um, you can level up if you want to, but you know, consider reading books that are below your your um, your level where you're comfort comfortable. Um, so another tip is make sure you understand. Number four, make sure that you understand what you're reading. Um, my students, and well, I'm sure this is true everywhere, students um, very often overestimate how well they, how well they understand texts. Um, you know, they, I ask them how well they understood, well, quite well. Um, and then I, I look at specific words or I ask them questions about the text and it, it becomes clear that no, they didn't understand that well. Is that true of everybody? No, but it's true of a lot of people and you should probably check. Um, so on the Oxford Bookworms website, um, there are materials that you can download for, um, well, they are quizzes or tests about each book. Don't go crazy with this, but every once in a while, um, you know, 
do one of these um, worksheets or tests to see how well you understood. See if you get a good score on the um, the exercises or not. If you don't get a good score, then you know um, maybe you should level down or yeah. So don't try to get too advanced and make sure you understand. Um, another one, tip number five, is to keep a streak. A streak is a series of events that happen one after another without stopping. So a winning streak would be, for example, a football team or a baseball team wins 10 games in a row. That's a 10-game streak. So you need to keep a streak when you read. Um, one tip is to, to keep your streaks going is that every time you read 30 minutes a day, take out a glass and put a little glass ball in it. Buy some glass balls at a toy store for kids, and every time that you um, do that, you know, you read your 30 minutes or 45, whatever your goal is for the day, put a glass ball in the cup. And you will be able to see visually, very visually, what's happening and, um, you know, how long your streak is. Um, Tip number six is to learn the vocabulary lists at the back of the book before you begin reading. I talked about this before um, at the end of um, Call of the Wild by Jack London. For example, you had bark, growl, rope, and several other words that are important for that story. Um, when you learn those words beforehand, it really helps you to read and understand the text well when you read it without using a dictionary. Do they always predict exactly which words um, you won't know? No, but it is nonetheless a big help to learn those words. Tip number seven is to use a dictionary to look up the words you're unsure about. Just use Google Translate. Don't use one of these English-only dictionaries. They are slow. They give you a lot of detail, and that's not what you need. It it slows your flow down. Um, I don't see many people make this mistake, but... Um, a few people do, so just use Google Translate, see the list of translations for each word, and choose the one that you think is right. There's no reason to be neurotic about this and perfectionist. That's kind of the opposite of what you should be doing. Um, tip number eight is to write down the new words you learned afterwards. And don't worry if you forget some words. So after your reading session, after one hour is over, just write down the words and maybe the translations with them. Don't write example sentences, do, do all that kind of stuff. Just write down what you can remember. If, if you know there are words that you didn't remember, don't go back and read them again. Keep it fun. Just write those down um, shortly after you have finished reading. Um, tip number nine is to talk about what you read with others in English, ideally a teacher. Now, of course, with a teacher, you have to pay the person, but um, tell your friends about what you've been reading um, or go to an English club where people talk about different things and tell them about the book you've been reading, and that makes um, the reading a more sociable activity, um, and it is motivating. It makes you want to keep doing it, so you keep getting progress. Um, tip number nine is to spend some time reading closely. So every time you see a construction that you don't under understand, write it down and ask someone about it. Now this is the opposite of what I've been telling you. Um, I was telling you, you know, read all this simple stuff and don't worry about all these small details, but sometimes you need to set aside some time for reading some of the details and making sure that you understand things. Um, and this generally helps you to build up your understanding of small words and of expressions and of how things are constructed. And so that means that when you go back to reading um, 
the easy material that um, you are able to analyze better and understand. Do I understand this well or not? Um, and that really is also helpful. So again, that should not be like this really close detailed reading should not be the center of what you're trying to do. It is just something that um, adds a little punch or gives a little push um, to your reading, your easy reading. The last one that I'm going to tell you, number 10, is um, working on your reading speed. Um, this suggestion is a little bit dangerous, I think, um, but I'm going to tell you anyway. Um, it's dangerous because sometimes people, I've seen people focus on reading speed um, and then stop worrying about understanding. And they say, I read this book, you know, I got up to 250 words per minute, and that means I'm going to read, or 300 words per minute, and that means I'm going to read 3.2 million words per year instead of 1.6. Um, don't do that um, right away, at least. What's the best thing to do is, is to get easier books. Let's say you're at level four. Go back to level one and read level one books at a very high speed, and that will help you. Last, how long should it, you expect for, um, it to, to, uh, for, to see results in this? Um, you'll see improved vocabulary in several months, and usually it takes, um, serious improvements usually take six or more months. But you do start to see some improvements in your reading understanding, um, well, you get benefits in enjoyment right away and improvements in vocabulary and grammar a little bit farther down the road. But it is a, um, a, a gradual process that in the end ends up being really powerful. So thanks for listening, everybody, and I will see you next Monday.